is back. Starving for attention is back. Not a problem. It's never really been a problem. I don't think everyone's Probably. ever heard it. Well, guys, listen, for over a century, S. Pellegrino sparkling mineral water has been an iconic symbol of style and taste in a world of unlimited choices. The iconic green bottle, the one right in front of me, you can't see it, but it's got a red star in it. It's become a universal beacon of unique taste experiences and with its distinctive gentle bubbles. Subtle nuances in perfect mineral balance, S. Pellegrino not only pairs well, it enhances the tastes of nearly all cuisines, including my almost burnt barbecue lately. It's the special experiences with family and friends that matter the most, a dinner table or a picnic table, a shared moment, a time to reconnect, tell stories, be thankful, laugh and have fun, plan for an unforgettable meal and a most memorable moment. With S. Pellegrino, you'll find a moment of great taste waiting to be enjoyed. To enhance your moments with unique recipes and culinary tips, visit sanpellegrino.com. And thank you, of course, San Pellegrino, being the presenting sponsor of Starving for Attention, Jasmine Blaze. Yes. We are back. Are my levels super hot? Super hot. So It's all right. We're okay. super hot. I'm coming we got in a, a We got hot. a new mic, guys. So We got a new um, mic. It's a lot better, a lot more sensitive. I okay. tested it out for mukbang the other day. It works. Ooh, wait. Wait, you, first of all, you did not tell me about that. I, I feel like we're going to have to revisit this because I forgot. It's a pretty, that's a pretty important moment of the podcast, potentially. I know. It could be. So you anyways. tested it out. Wait, yeah. I just want to be clear. You, it means you ate something, like you slurped noodles, you crunched something crunchy in front yeah, of the mic. I was eating ice, actually. Oh. It's a very, very Florida thing to do. I was, I, I was just testing the mic out to see how it worked um and checking out that i had it set up appropriately and all the plugs were plugged in and all that stuff and so i just was looking at that and um was chewing ice and when i went back to listen to the the, the audio that i recorded it's perfect for mukbang oh my gosh did you video record yourself no 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 this is just it's a microphone so just an audio recording i, I will say this rarely live during the podcast am i like inspired in the moment, but I've always wanted to sort of do the mukbang thing. I think well, now you can. I think you're gonna see some mukbang on TikTok at least. That's what's gonna happen. That's reasonable, don't you think? Mm -hmm. uh, listen, we're back, Jasmine Blaze. Quick little uh, side turn here because uh, I think it's important to take a couple moments to discuss why we took last week off. I think you did a, a great job uh, letting people know why on our Instagram page. Mm, sure. Uh, but we, we left, uh, and we, we, we did not record last week. Obviously, you know that if you listen because of black lives matter and because we wanted to, uh, give time to share some other stories, some other podcasts and leave some space open for people to do what we've been doing. Uh, and that is learning, educating, exploring, and taking the time to sort of realize how you can make an impact and a difference in your own lives. Is that fair to say, Jasmine? Um, I, I think that's part of it. Yeah, I, I think, um, you know, I kind of took inspiration from the Blackout Tuesday movement that kind of started on, on Instagram and social media to kind of quiet some voices to allow the amplification of other voices, specifically black and people of color and indigenous voices to speak up and to be heard. Um, it felt like a really weird time, honestly, to, to 
get on here and talk about banana bread. Yeah, I right? think I think that would that that really hit home. It's like yeah. you know, obviously, if you're uh, in media and this is a moment that you are ignoring, then you are clearly part of what is a major problem, right? Right. Sure. Um, so I'm very happy that we did that, and I'm very happy that. Yeah, we... and I think we also. I don't think I don't. I mean, I can speak for myself here. I didn't feel like an expert to be able to come on here and talk about all the issues that were happening either. And I, I don't, I don't want to portray myself as that expert either. So kind of like you said, and true to form, um, I spent last week and this week still um, finding podcasts from um, people of color, from finding podcasts of, of some disenfranchised groups and listening to those and like hearing other stories and hearing other viewpoints. And it was a really great week. Like I, I love podcasts, you know that. Mm -hmm. And like, I had a great week of listening to like, not always ours. No, not always (laughs) ours. I'm critical, but, um, yeah, no, I had a great week of listening to, to, to other people and other voices and other stories. And it was amazing. And I will continue to do that. And we posted some of those on starving for pod Instagram, um, we'll continue to post ones that we love and things that we find because that is what I feel like we can do and do well is is just bring you the things that we're listening to. Absolutely. 100 uh, percent. Incredibly well said, as always. And I, I think, you know, what I'm sensing, obviously, is this historic moment uh, that was, uh, you know, obviously was, uh, you know, uh, heavy but that this is a marathon. So I'm going to just jump right into sort of my, my take on this is that like, this is not just like one day. And like, that's if you, you, you got it wrong. If you think it's one day, if you think that this is one conversation, if you think it's just one moment, um, the fact is we're dealing with, you know, 400 years of systemic racism uh, that has been baked into our culture. And that you may not even, if you're just a white person in the suburbs, you may not even have an idea that your filter uh, is not picking up your, your your satellite. Your frequency is not on, right? Like it's it's not it's it's not even potentially your own ignorance or your own fault. It's been baked into the system, and I'm kind of paraphrasing uh, Ibram Kendi, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. A podcast that you shared with me, that I shared with my followers, that really like got me to realize that like the, the, the issue here is just taking a breath and saying, uh, listen, what, what can I do better? How can I listen? Uh, and I've, I've been missing things. And I, and I think it's safe to say certainly we have just as people, right? And society has. Uh, and that, you know, I'm, I'm feeling uh, for the first time in a while, like uh, that there's some positive momentum and energy building from this. Do you feel that at yeah. all? Oh, yeah. I think okay. I think you're starting to see... Um, see some some small changes and see some of those things um i think you're starting to see representation being something that matters um and not just matters from like yeah we want to have all people of different colors like actually making the the stand to hire people of different colors to employ people of different color to to pay them appropriately like all those steps right nascar just banned confederate flags right Um, a lot of these confederate statues that i feel like we've been arguing over for a decade if not longer but in the media over for a decade just like came down overnight we have it's amazing that's inspiring and i think what what you said really struck me is it's not just one conversation i think because having kids really um knocks that idea home because this has been a constant conversation in our house 
um, especially in the last two weeks. Um, but it's not one that has not been mentioned before. Um, but having conversations of, of you know, the, the fact that there are other people with other situations and other realities in their life that, that make their life more difficult, right? Like, I, and that's not a conversation you can have once with a kid. And so I feel like we're in the same, America is a toddler and we are having these conversations to benefit America. Yes. And, uh, and I think, again, I'm, I'm a marathoner, so pardon the analogy, but I, I, I am. Well, you're not the only one that, I mean, I've heard that a couple times now. This is not a sprint. It's a marathon. I actually saw a, a post that was really great. And now I forget where I saw it, but it was basically just saying that like, ha- you have to have endurance here because all of these things, like all the Stonewall riots, all these, a, a bunch of these very famous moments that affected social change were, were, were months, fortnights, long, long, hundreds of days, you know? This wasn't like, hey, MLK marched to Washington, D.C., and that was it. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, how many movements and how many things that happened before that that really, you know, set the scene? Well, I mean, uh, I, and again, I, I, we're, we're not journalists, so uh, these are our, you know, this is the way we're feeling about the moment. But, you, 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 like, you mentioned, you know, MLK, right? Like, I, I think that's kind of... Uh, one of the problems in white America is like, you know, uh, kids sort of being taught that like there was slavery and then fast forward all the way to Martin Luther King. And there's a couple of marches and there's horrible things that are happening. Then there's a speech and then everything's fine. And the fact is that that's not the case, right? It hasn't been fine. It hasn't been fine for 400 years. Uh, and it's going to take a lot of work. It's going to be a marathon, uh, you know, continuing with my marathon, uh, analogy here, like the first mile is tough. You have to train for it. It's going to be hard. You're going to want to quit. Uh, uh, there are going to be times where you need someone to push you through it. There are going to be times when you need encouragement. Um, and I will say this, like as a nation, uh, as as just just for 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 good people, like if we get through this using the marathon analogy, when you do get to the end of it. There is no feeling like it. It is the most amazing feeling that can happen. And even while you're running the race, you can be struck with that feeling of a runner's high, if you will. And for the first time this week, you know, it's been really, really tough. But, you know, you've been feeling the, 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 the discomfort of it, right, running this race. But I, you're starting to feel that, oh, wow, this is actually good for us. This is good for me. So uh, I think that's going to be our take on it for now, right? Yeah. Except to be clear, Black Lives Matter. Like this is the craziest thing. Like there's no debate, right? Well, there's Uh, debate. Well, well, there shouldn't be. Unfortunately, there's debate, but but there shouldn't be. And it's ridiculous to have it. Well, and and, but for for me to be clear, listen, it's, you know, in in this family, you know, um, there's no debate about it. Black Lives Matter you shouldn't it, it, you shouldn't feel any discomfort in saying that um and uh i just want everyone out there listening to know that uh we personally as our family you know living in a predominantly white suburb of southern california to be clear are going to be doing uh our part which is continuing to learn to listen to explore and to do those things uh with gusto with enthusiasm um, uh, and like you said, for all disenfranchised groups. Yeah. Um, so thank you personally for being 
so inspiring to me. Thank you to our fans. Thank you to people who, again, using that analogy of pushing you through. Thank you for the people on social media who pushed me through a part of this um, um, because it's not easy, right? Um, but you know, I saw something really interesting, um, today. I haven't finished watching it cause it was long and the kids came home and it had some questionable language, so I couldn't have it playing. But, um, mm-hmm. Dave Chappelle posted, I think it's his first post ever on Instagram. I'm pretty, <laughs> pretty sure. Wow. Yeah. Um, just last night, uh, posted, um, a 25 minute like comedy set. Well, I won't say it's comedy. It's, it's a speaking engagement that he did basically um during coronavirus i think it was on june 6th um i think the date was and um like i said i haven't listened to the whole thing but so far it's been amazing he talks about george floyd um he humanizes him he talks about all these amazing things um but one thing he said and you know what's funny is that because we've been watching the news a lot more uh, in the last two weeks um he had mentioned that moment when on cnn when don lemon was calling out celebrities do you remember when we saw that i I do okay yeah yeah and he mentioned that moment and he was kind of like like who are you to call like don't call he was like he was kind of like saying like oh i hope he calls out my name like because he's swearing at the tv and like just ready for don (laughs) lemon to like call him out and he said this really interesting you know opinion that i you don't hear too many like dave chappelle i love him because because he will say this stuff like he says, why do you care what some celebrity thinks? It's really interesting, really interesting counter argument to like, I, I agree that I think, you know, celebrities, people of uh, that have a certain amount of weight and leverage can create change. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was a really, I don't know, it was an interesting take. And it just reminded me of, of you and how we talked that night about what Don Lemon was saying. And it was just really interesting that he was like he understands that he, he he did go on to say that he understands why people want him to say something because they trust him they know who he is they know you know he's going to share his opinion and say you know what he's going to say but it was really interesting to kind of have that glimpse into you know a mega celebrity someone like dave Chappelle, who's like at this moment like the streets are talking for me like mm-hmm. at this moment like the human heartbeat of of our country is talking so like let's listen to that, you know? It was an it was an interesting. Yeah, yeah no, I mean thoughts on that. It was uh, Dave Chappelle, I mean, one of my favorite comedians of all time, oh, of course. And right. like I even when you're talking about it, I, I think he might have been the was he the first SNL guest post uh the twenty sixteen election or an early SNL guest. Yeah. And I remember because it was Dave Chappelle doing stand up for the first time in a while. That's right, yeah. Uh and it was also, I believe, Tribe Called Quest. Was the musical guest? Yeah, that, that I, I think right. post, you know, yeah, obviously post uh, Five Dog also passing away. So like for me, as like just like someone who you know grew up uh, admiring and loving hip hop culture and Dave Chappelle, uh, and that moment of history, you know, there he was, and he, here he is again. And uh, yeah, I mean, that's a whole. I was not prepared to talk about celebrity and their role in all of this. And I found, you know, that we were watching Don Lemon that day too, and I think we were. You know, it was a curious, uh, it was curious to hear Mm -hmm. him, you know, basically ask for people to talk. But when you have a voice that's so loud and you have a platform, you can do a lot of good. Yeah. Right. It's up to those people individually to decide, you know, how much they want to do and how they want to go about it. Right. Um, Which is, you know, the other issue. Like I said, it's a marathon and there's going to be different strategies for how you decide to run this marathon. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, hopefully everyone is on board with this. And if not, 
too bad. <laughs> see, see you later. The, the boss, um, is, the boss is moving. Because this is, and you know, we listen, we have dealt with on this podcast a number of times in the comments. I love the show until someone in the 86 said 86 Donald Trump, right? That's something our guest wants to say. That's what our guest is going to say. Um, but this is not a political thing. There is no debate about this. This is about social justice and equality. And this uh, podcast is called Starving for Attention. And this issue has been starving for attention literally for hundreds of years. So let's all do our best. Uh, heavy stuff, Jasmine. Let's take a quick break and we'll be right back. Newswire. Newswire. Jasmine. Yeah. Breaking news. Breaking news coming in from Dallas, Texas, and Tampa, Florida. Ah, yes. And when I say breaking news, you mean it. I mean hundreds and hundreds of bottles of barbecue barbecue sauce. Phew. Shattered. That noise is a small business coming within a whisker of just yes. completely shutting down. So sharing some of the uh, personal struggles uh, business-wise that we've had. Uh, so I have we have a new barbecue sauce company. Yeah, let's talk. We did, I think we did mention we, we've this. We've mentioned it. Um, but we you uh, have been talking for a while to a local guy in San Diego here. Um, that, Stephen Oliver, shout out. Yep, and he has Thresher Sauce who mm-hmm. makes amazing um Barbecue sauce, I think, is generally what he makes, right? I mean, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm correct there. Um, and so we had talked to him for a while, a couple of years, about, like, let's do a, a collaboration. Let's make something. And, you know, life is busy and sometimes incredibly busy. And so this was kind of a back burner thing that now, with the pandemic, we had some time and space to uh, look at some of these side hustles, as they were, um, and see which ones we could make come to life. And this was one that happily kind of got moving and got going in the right direction and you made a barbecue sauce. Yes. And shout out to uh, Stephen Oliver real quick because he's, he's, he stood sort of by that back burner for like two years. Yeah. We kind of require <laughs> that of business partners, I think. It seems like, which is not, <laughs> not always great, the best. Not great. Not great. No. Uh, uh, but yeah. So this sauce line is up. And yes, I guess technically you could look at this as an ad for it. Although I'm telling you that hundreds of bottles of it have broken. So uh, th- this week we had a couple of orders and, uh, you know, it's a small business. Literally, it's like two or three people that are running this. Right. Um, and I think people are also kind of shocked when, when we say that, like, oh, it's not like some, like even our kids, when they heard the drama that was happening on the phone, we were walking down the street and they were mm-hmm. like, the, the factory, what happened at the factory? <laughs> like kids there, believe it or not. Like, I know you think, uh, dad is a famous celebrity chef, but there's yeah. no factory. It's like one or two people j- hand jarring sauce. Right? right. Um, so we ship these bottles and you have not seen this cause I, you have not, you still don't have a TikTok account, right? No. Well, there's like this meme on TikTok that's great. It's basically like all the different ways you can ship products. And it's like, here's your Amazon delivery. And uh, it's the, no, I've seen You know what I'm saying? I've seen it on Instagram. Okay. Yeah. How someone comes and like puts a box down gently and like wipes they it with Windex. It. They, they, and clean, like, yeah, yeah. they clean your window. And then like someone punts the box into the, de- into the door. Exactly. Basically. So we're, right. we're not throwing shade on any particular brand of how you get your packages or things delivered. But this was pretty much one of those memes where yeah. 108, this is I mean, hundreds, actually more than that. Uh, arrived all shattered and broken. It's being fixed. Yeah, have you ever? I got the call while I was um, like, add insult to injury. I'm sitting at the cash register trying to buy some blister band aids for my poor blistered Ooh. toe, and I get a call from uh, our contact there. It was like, yeah, all 120 bottles are broken. <laughs> and like, 
Like there's not one? Uh, not yes. one survivor? Yeah. Nothing? And it was actually uh, our business partner who shared early on before this even started a, a clip. I think it's Ace Ventura. Where he, he the opening scene is he's a uh, delivery. Yeah, and he's like, and he's like kicking, kicking a box it. Yeah. around, shaking it. So listen, I don't pretty know much that's what, what it looks like. What happened? But and imagine getting a box delivered with barbecue sauce seeping out the sides, and then you, yeah, yeah, uh, it smells delicious. I'm sure. But this is Smoky what you know, delicious. small business side hustle, right? This is what you deal with. I feel like so much True. of our listeners probably are like feeling this, right? Because I do. I, for for me, I feel like that's our 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 listenership here. Man, I'll tell you People what, I did not want to call you after I got I know, call. I felt bad about it, but but here's the, well, the, now this is, I love how our, and people have been commenting on this, I love how this is going to go into a little bit of marriage therapy here. I was feeling like you were so mad at me oh, for no. sending the message that, because I knew, oh, no, oh, I, I am good at one thing, thinking at least that I can fix everything, right? Right. Like, um, you know, uh, like, hey, I can fix this. And I knew that, you know, these things happen. Yeah. I uh, didn't not know that we could. I knew we could fix it. Here's, I mean, we can dig deeper <laughs> into the marriage therapy. Okay. You were also with our kids at a school event, uh, socially distanced, a proper but school event that you didn't really want to take them to this morning. And I had to go and run some errands, one being blister band-aids. Mm-hmm. And... I had to call you in the middle of this event that you don't all that you don't always uh, wouldn't have always handled that quite with a plum. Yeah, I'm, listen, I have many character flaws. I think that's one of the you know it's a good thing to to in the self help world I think to realize that there are things to work on. I was not upset. Uh, what I did love about it is it started well. One thing I'll it was real quick to reveal it, we were at an art event where the kids got to graffiti basically a school that's getting knocked down, right? right. And so they could draw whatever, they could paint whatever they want on these buildings. And, yeah. and so many kids, not to t- you know continue on with our first topic, but so many kids uh, painted Black Lives Matter all yeah. over this school. Yeah. And, and you know, that, and again, these, these, this is a you know, mostly white school in suburban California. Right. Uh, so like it makes a difference, guys. Yeah, like yeah, I mean, you can make are, a difference. People are talking to their kids. That's awesome. Um, anyway, back to this though. The interesting thing was, I just took it as a moment of, uh, to, to uh, as a lesson for our kids. I was like, you know, all of these bottles broke, and um, we have to fix it. And I even said something like, "Do you think that's why they invented plastic?" Like I had like <laughs> these weird things that were just running through my dad mind. Like, right. hey, plastic's yeah. not great most of the time. Right. Uh, but is there a reason why maybe you'd have a plastic container <laughs> over a glass container? Yeah. Um, what I loved is they went right into conspiracy theory, not like hardcore, um, but I mean, why not? Because we live in San Diego. So like one of our friendly rivals on the business side is Brian Malarkey. Sure. Who just had an epic run on Top Chef yeah, he did. and is a friend. Yeah. But one of my girls and a neighbor. was like, and, and a neighbor, but one of my girls was like, was it Brian Malarkey? <laughs> she really, <laughs> which, um... which I thought was amazing. Yeah. Like to just have that sort of intuition, like, oh, this is. Maybe it wasn't uh, <laughs> the person who delivered it. Right. Maybe it was Brian Malarkey. Here's, here's just here's it was a theory. Not. It, <laughs> yeah. it was not. Uh, that's good. Even that's at good. his worst, I don't think that that would be something that Brian no. would concoct. I don't think so either. And I, I, I made sure to straighten it out. We'll so. have to see if he has a uh, delivery man uniform, though, just in case. He might. And that would change the, that would change the conspiracy theory, Gosh. I guess. But uh, yeah, so that was a rough call to get this morning. Um, but I think we've handled it. Um, we don't want to leave you guys hanging, wondering about what's going to go on with these 335 bottles of sauce. Because I know I said 120, 
But the fun part B of the story is that there was another 210 mm. going to Florida. Yeah, so they were going to multiple. Those were going to a different location, and those bottles were broken too. So, but spoiler we're fixing alert. it. And the highlight of it was when, uh, again, my business partner was like, "If I have to, I'll drive them there." That's and great. Like, when, Can when, do. When, Can right. do attitude. And when it comes to business, like this is really, especially early on, like this is the sort of attitude that you have to have. So we're going to get through it. Um, but uh, I was never mad at you. Oh, I'll just make that clear. Was... Uh, like, wait, wait, ever? Oh no, like, I was mad at you five <laughs> minutes ago, but I was never mad at you about the sauces. It's not. I, it's more just like what you said. You said I heard you say it to the girls. It's more just about like, hey, we have another business partner here. You know, not the one that we do the sauce with that we're trying to prove that we can, you know, keep up this volume of sauce and and create this business relationship. And it just wasn't the great first step in that. No, yeah. Hey, so. here's, but we're we're fixing it, and yep. uh, yeah. It's going to sauce on the way. Uh, one other thing that kind of, I guess you can say, was fixed this week, Jasmine, was early on in quarantine. Yeah. This is not the Quarantine Chronicles anymore. But early on in quarantine, uh, we made a big decision, even though a lot of our business world was dissolving right in front of us and crumbling away, yeah. to get a high-tech piece of equipment uh-huh. that a lot of people are familiar with. Uh, we made the decision to buy a Peloton bike. Right. And... I asked for it for my birthday, actually. Which was early May. Yep. The early, early May. The second day of May. May. Yep. And it just arrived. Just arrived. (laughs) It just got here. Now, in all fairness. They said it was going to be five weeks and it was on the dot, on the nose, five weeks. (laughs) Since this was, we're coming from a horrible shipping story. Yeah. uh, The only horrible thing here was that it took five weeks. Yeah. That wasn't too bad. It showed up. The worst part is that like, they're literally like a a drive up the the five from us. (laughs) just go there's all sorts of problems pick one up at the showroom but uh that wasn't an option so yeah it's here i feel mentally uh a little bit better just having uh, a workout at my fingertips yeah i feel a little weird about it just because again time has passed but remember like around the holidays peloton got scorched for these sort of commercials where you know uh suburban moms were like asking for bikes for the holidays and we're so grateful right and right. like it was i forget what the ads were but they got a lot of heat for it they got a lot of and heat for it and then i was... got one for your birthday yeah but in all fairness i asked for it okay good i just want to although you that. did tell me today i should get on it and i was like I'm not, <laughs> oh no i'm not my butt hurts oh. from doing it already so. i appreciate that we are being so revealing in this season and i think a lot of people appreciate that um again it was not the same if you said i've been playing as an example mlb just... the show 20 uh-huh. on PlayStation. Uh-huh. It's a gift that I gifted myself. Right. If you said, hey, why don't you go jump on the PlayStation and play some baseball for an hour? I'd be like, yeah, but I'm down right listen, now. Like workouts, just there's a, a natural, a natural thing that happens, I think, when you're talking about like fitness and weight loss and, and not, you know, those kind of things where if you tell your spouse or your partner, your significant other, Hey, why don't you go work out? It's just kind of a crummy thing to say. It just is. I don't. I mean, like, hmm. I don't know. Hmm. I, I think um, this is a. I don't. Yeah, I, I feel you, but I didn't. I was not coming from that perspective. I was more like, you got a new toy. I know you've really liked playing with it over the, the last two days. If you want to go spend some time with it. Also, when you said it, I was eating. And like when someone's uh, eating, you shouldn't say you should go work yeah. out. Like I was in the middle of my lunch. Yeah, there there are plenty of times where I just feel like, uh, you know, a Kevin James character. 
in some sort of rom-com or, you know, husband and wife uh, sitcom from the 80s. I was going to say, uh, like, it's not Kevin James, but I actually think you're right. I think it actually I think is. it's Kevin James. I don't know. There's, uh, not, there's probably a, a better one out there. Kevin but. James-esque character. Sometimes I'm just a dumb dude saying the wrong thing to his wife, who he just bought a Peloton for uh, and telling her to get on out there. Yeah. Stop eating your Put lunch. Put down and- that baked potato and go... <laughs> Get on that bike I bought you. Oh, man. It's not what I meant. But speaking of baked potatoes and, uh, you know, eating lunch, I'm going to go cook some barbecue shrimp today. I've been on this massive barbecue phase. Okay. Uh, you cannot stand seafood for the most part. I can't stand shrimp. Uh, you can't stand all. shrimp. It happens to be. It this is from Catalina Offshore, a very uh, pre- mm. pre- uh, a pre- predominant, uh, you know, company here in yeah. the San Diego area. Definitely. Great products. Right. Uh, sustainably caught, all nice. that sort of good stuff. Great okay. product. Um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna cook some of that up. But you know, is is wait is grilling shrimp really barbecue? That's the whole thing. I love this part of this world because I've been talking about barbecue a lot on social media. Is like, what does barbecue mean to you? Like to me, it is the 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 cooking technique and the, the culture of low and slow and smoke. Has it meats. always been that to you? Uh, no, but it, it okay. has not. I've been okay with whatever okay. definition. Because I was gonna say, like, I think I, I, my when I when people are like, "Come over, we're gonna barbecue." To me, that's hot dogs and hamburgers. I'm fine, and, I, and you know what? Quite honestly, I'm still fine. It's with not it. barbecued shrimp. <laughs> it's not barbecue. Okay, well there you go. It's everything but like barbecued shrimp. But uh, there is this idea: is it the actual tool? Is it the grill? Right. Is it the process and the culture of low and slow smoked meat, or is it like uh, the, the, uh, another term for cookout? Right. Yeah. Quite honestly, yeah, it could be all three, and who cares? Uh, but I, when I'm saying barbecue lately, with the exception of maybe cooking these barbecue shrimp, um, I'm meaning the the process of low and slow smoked meats. Mm-hmm. I'm getting so much better at it. My my <laughs> uh, my ability to sort of get better at things pretty quickly, I think, is strong. I'm patting mm-hmm. myself. Rarely do I pat myself on the back, but uh, we've cooked two briskets. I feel like we second one was definitely sixty five percent better. better oh, e- yeah. easily. The first one was 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 a little dry. Yes. In yeah. part because of the meat, in part because I think I got too wrapped up in the Plus, science of the temperature and right. cooking it so slow for so long. Plus, Just, it was only like the flat part of the brisket. Was it the, was, yes. Okay. It was only right. the flat, not the point. Which right. which can, is going to be drier. It's going to be drier. Yeah. It's okay. Well, thanks. Thanks yeah. for, for giving me all of that. I'm helping uh, you out. Yeah, you are. You're encouraging me. I'm trying. Uh, so what do you think, though? Do you think out there that it's, uh, I'm, I mean, for our viewers, is barbecue low and slow smoked meats? Is it the technique of cooking on a grill? Or is it the grill itself, or is it another name for cookout? Let's put up a poll, Jasmine. That's a good poll. Can we do that? Hold on. Yeah, I'm going to write that down. And the last poll, this is for you specifically. Okay. And I think I put this up on my Instagram page, at Richard Blaze, is what's your favorite summertime side item? Summer is here. I've been using the hashtag summer is coming, but it's actually already here. You're out there. (laughs) cooking on your barbecue or having your barbecue Mm -hmm. or immersed in your culture of barbecue. Uh, What are some of your favorite sides? Is it potato salad, macaroni salad, even if you just Mm. kept it to the salads? How about Mm. that? Coleslaw, macaroni salad, or potato salad? Um, Or I'll even throw a four, side salad. (laughs) Well, it's definitely not side salad. Just get rid of that right now. Yeah, I love it because really, I feel like side salad in that terminology, it means just sort of like a half-ass way to put together a salad. Like yeah. it's like I got some greens, here's some tomatoes some and cucumbers. Shredded carrots and yeah. <laughs> half a cherry tomato. It's like we didn't care so much about it. We only put no. a side amount of work into it. No. So it's not that. So uh, it's D's not a side salad. Um 
Coleslaw's pretty classic. To me, on a three-way against coleslaw, mac salad, and potato salad, Ooh, that's what potato it is. I love. salad loses. It Ooh. comes out, and then it comes down mm. to mac salad and coleslaw. And I'm going to say, if I'm in Hawaii, it's mac salad. I was going to say, just by even saying mac salad, right. I feel like you are paying respect totally. to Hawaii. Totally. And a good mac salad in Hawaii. Oh, it's oh, delicious. The so mayonnaise So mayonnaise I like a good amount of celery into my mac salad. I guess I will... But I think it's coleslaw. For me, it's coleslaw. But wait. But what wait. if you're gluten-free? I mean, are you okay with gluten-free noodles? I mean, or... I said coleslaw. Oh, I thought you said mac salad. No, I said if I'm in Hawaii, maybe it's mac salad. Oh. But it's coleslaw because coleslaw to me becomes uh, a condiment for a sandwich. It, be- it becomes uh, a, a mm. base to a bowl. Like, it's it's everything. You should come on food court and argue on food court. Okay. Um, coleslaw. I will not be on that show. <laughs> she says under How her dare breath. You. Just kidding. You're one of the clerks. Oh yeah, that's right. Uh, I, okay. Well, I'm gonna just play uh, the other side here, though. Sure. If you know of those three salads, I don't think all of them work as a meal on their own. Coleslaw. I think there's you can you get set as sides. I know. Why but do they I'm, have to work as a meal? Because on their I'm, own? I'm I'm saying that You're they're changing all changing the rules, and this is why I won't come on food court. <laughs> that's right. It's a good good reason. I'm saying that. The tiebreaker is, you know, uh. can you eat a big bowl of any of them? And I cannot eat a giant bowl of coleslaw. I can't eat a giant bowl of potato salad. Why not? And Because I just can't. It's too much. Therefore, but I could have macaroni salad or mac salad or whatever you want to call true. it. I saw you eat a bucket of that a couple, like a week ago or two weeks ago. A Indeed. bucket of mac salad. Indeed and truly, mac salad would take it for me. Listen, right. everyone, what do you think is your favorite <laughs> summertime side? Two polls coming Two polls. hot at you. Did you put a poll up on your page or this is just a question you put out there? No, we had to do some polls. You got to help me. Um, okay. oh, we're falling behind on content for sure. Uh, Jasmine Blaze, thank yeah. you for your uh, inspiration this week. It's oh, been sure. a tough week for everyone. Uh, it's It's been an inspiring week for many mm-hmm. uh, and, I, and hopefully all. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm glad that we took last week off. I'm glad that we touched on such an important topic Me too. Uh, today. Uh, and I will just uh, button up this episode. Black lives matter. There's no debate. It's pretty simple. Uh, thank you so much, everyone, for listening. Thank you to Anchor for being the platform to let us produce this amazing show or this show. Uh, thank you to Mikel Anthony for the amazing beats. And of course... Thank you to San Pellegrino for the delicious bubbly water and supporting our industry and this podcast. And the million dollars they gave to the James Beard um, Restaurant Relief Fund. Always coming up, always stepping up. You can find more on Pellegrino at spellegrino.com. Until next week, stay hungry. 